Hello, and welcome to my podcast. This is episode nine, and the podcast is called The Way Up, Healing Wounds from Church Hurt. My name is Doug Vasey, and I'm an ordained minister and a graduate of a Christian seminary. My purpose is to offer encouragement and hope to those who've experienced wounds from emotional and spiritual hurt or trauma, especially when it has come from church hurt. I want people to know that there can be complete healing, that you can experience recovery to a life greater than you could ever imagine because of the love, joy, and peace that comes from God. In the last two episodes, I focused on a concept that was helpful to me in my healing process. It is the principle that everyone is desperately insecure. I first learned about it from Chip Ingram, who has a radio ministry called Living on the Edge. And I want to discuss some further ways in which understanding this principle can be helpful. The main benefit of understanding this principle means that you realize the people who have caused your wounds of church hurt were really insecure themselves. The trauma they inflicted was not valid, but instead was their own response to deep feelings of insecurity that was intended to make themselves feel good. So healing can begin from your wounds when you know that you did not deserve the hurt and that the problem was with the one causing the hurt and not you. But the other thing that must be dealt with is our own desperate insecurity. Knowing that I did not deserve the treatment that caused my wounds can help start the healing process. But it does not take away the fact that I am also feeling desperately insecure. Therefore, I won't have complete healing until I can deal with my own desperate insecurity. Now, when we look at dealing with insecurity, we can see that there are different approaches that a person can take. Basically, though, we can say that if a person's desperate insecurity causes them to hurt others, then they have not dealt with it in an appropriate way. They have become, as the saying goes, hurt people who hurt people. Chip Ingram taught that when we realize that we are desperately insecure ourselves, our imperfections become real to us and we are inclined to hide from God and others. We operate out of fear and think, if you see who I really am, I'm convinced that you wouldn't like me. This is done to protect ourselves from being rejected. And there are typically two ways in which this is done. A strong response of arrogance or intimidation, or a weak response of avoidance or being withdrawn. Very strong reactions are generally carried out by very insecure people. They know that they have certain things in their lives 
that others may see as valuable, like money or authority or prestige. Then they can target those they see as weak in order to make them feel even better about themselves. And those with a weak response become the victims of serious wounds and trauma that we can often identify as church hurt. Chip Ingram says that when we really understand all of this, it will liberate us. It allows us to really get to the source of our own desperate insecurity and deal with it. And that takes us back to the story of Adam and Eve in the first part of the Bible. They went from having a close relationship of walking and talking with God in the Garden of Eden to hiding from him and feeling afraid because they were naked. This was because of their sin of eating from the one tree that God told them not to. It brought a death to their relationship and a separation from God. But the good news is that God had a plan to restore the relationship that was broken. And so we do not have to seek our security or significance in wealth or power or authority or fame or anything else the world has to offer. That doesn't work anyway. We can overcome our desperate insecurity God's way, and it will be for real. God desires a relationship with us like he had with Adam and Eve in the beginning. That is because we were created in God's image. Genesis 1 says that God created all sorts of animals according to their kind, but then wanted something in his likeness. In Genesis 1.27, it says, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. We learned that sin changed everything and made it so that we are all desperately insecure. But God had a plan that was revealed through promises to Abraham and David and eventually through the birth of his son, Jesus Christ. Because of what Jesus did in living a perfect life, dying on the cross, and then rising again, we can be God's children. A couple Bible verses written by John illustrate this. In John 1.12, Yet to all who did receive Jesus, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And then in 1 John 3.1, See what great love the Father has lavished on us so that we could be called children of God. And Paul wrote about the process in Romans chapter 8, as we are changed when we submit our lives and become controlled by the Spirit of God instead of our sinful nature. Verse 10 says that the Spirit gives us life because we have been made right with God. And verse 14 says that with God's Spirit, we are no longer slaves that live in fear, 
but we are adopted as God's own children, and we can call him Abba Father or Daddy. This is how we can truly overcome our own desperate insecurity and live the life God created us to live. Some of the descriptions of what it means to be a child of God include John 8, 36, we are truly free. Romans 8, 38, nothing can ever separate us from God's love. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, the old life is gone, a new life has begun. Galatians 3, 26 and 27, by faith in Christ, we are in direct relationship with God and become dressed in Christ's life, the fulfillment of God's original promise. And then Ephesians 2.10, we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. So while everyone may be desperately insecure, the good news is that anyone can overcome it through Jesus Christ. Chip Ingram states, Jesus knows exactly who you really are, and he still accepts you. Live with this truth in mind, and you can overcome wounds from church hurt. I thank you for joining me on this podcast, and I welcome you back next week for a brand new episode on healing the wounds of church hurt.